what's up? This is Miles Monroe Jr. I want to welcome you to the new episode of the Miles High Podcast. As you know, in this podcast, the vision and goal is to entertain, educate, and elevate you miles high above your fears, your doubts, and any limitations that you may think exist, always knowing that those limitations only exist in your mind. All right? So today I have a, a quick part, right? I, I have this topic that I want to discuss. I just felt it would be good to bring this to the, uh, to the pod today. Um, I think it'll just, it'll make for a good conversation, right? So the topic that I want to discuss today is tradition isn't for everyone, all right? Tradition isn't for everyone. I want to start with two stories, right? The first story uh, dates back to when I was about 13 years old, and my family and I were gathered around the dinner table, or well, lunch table, uh, one Sunday afternoon. Uh, We had some guests over to the house that day. And we were enjoying, you know, lunch that day. And one of the guests, this, this gentleman that was there, uh, wanted to seek some advice from my dad about a, a job opportunity that he had, right? And my dad asked, asked him a bit of, of history of, you know, his current job. He was, he was currently employed. And he had an opportunity that came up that he didn't know if he should take it um, or, or not. And he wanted to ask my dad's advice on it. So... My dad asked him some history about, you know, his current job, how long he was on it, you know, what what is it about the, this new job that is enti- enticing him and why he wants to leave and whatever. And then my dad kind of answered him. He did, he, so my dad never really answers directly. I'd say about maybe 70% of the time he does not answer you directly, right? He gives... Uh, he gives recommendations, and then he may use an illustration. This particular day, he used an illustration. And this illustration has always stuck with me, right? It's something that I've never forgotten because it, it impacted me, you know, when my dad said it. So we were gathered around a, a lunch table. My dad took the table salt, the salt shaker that was on the table, and he placed it in the center of where he was sitting um, at that end of the table. And he said, you know, this, this salt... Let this salt, uh, this table salt represent uh, you. And he was pointing to the gentleman who was asking the advice, right? And he said, you know, you're starting in this position, right? And he started to move the table salt around to various points on the table, right? So he moved it to the left of where it initially was, then he moved it to the right of where it initially was, then he moved it up, and then he moved it uh, above where it initially was, then he moved it below it where it initially was. He moved it diagonally, he moved it horizontally. He just started to move it like in different spots, right? So after about 30 seconds of this, he kind of illustrated that the table salt was covering a good uh, a good amount or percentage of the table because it was moving in these various, uh, these various positions, right? Uh, but while it was moving, like, you know, obviously the spot that it moved from, it was no longer... Uh, I guess, impacting or influencing because that had moved to a different spot, right? And my dad says, you know, you, 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 we can do this as individuals, uh, describing the illustration that he was doing, moving the table salt around. He said, you know, we can go to all these different points and these positions and these places and we can have an impact, right? We can have an impact everywhere we are, everywhere we move. Um, we can have an impact, we can have influence over those that are directly around us, right? And then he said, or... And then he, he moved the table spot back to the initial position where he had initially started. And instead of moving around, he just started to lift the table salt slowly off of the table, right? And 
lifted in a straight line above the table. So as he kept moving the table saw up, uh, what you saw was the shadow of the table saw then start to cover um, or, or be shown on the table, on the dinner table. So the higher he went, the larger the shadow got, right? The higher he went, the larger the shadow got. So you saw he, you know, he uh, ultimately, you know, was able to stretch his hand way up in the air and the shadow of the table salt was covering a pretty large mass of the table. And his, his uh, uh, description was, you know, or you can stay in one position and ascend in that position, right? Be promoted, uh, gain notoriety, gain all of these accolades uh, in this one position. And you can keep ascending and your influence naturally will cover a larger mass of um, persons or individuals of, or of space, the higher you go, right? So the illustration there essentially was, you know, he was recommending that instead of trying to like move to these different jobs and get the title that you want, uh, you kind of stay in the, in the job market or the job that you are currently in and work your butt off to ascend and do and, and excel in that position, right? And as you get promoted and as you do, do well in that position, uh, you would eventually be able to cover uh, or, or attain a large amount of success and a large amount of impact and influence over that, that territory that you're covering because of your ascension. Um, so that story always stuck out to me, right? That, that kind of changed my perspective. At 13 years old, right, I started to gain an understanding of, man, um, it's, it's good to kind of grow where you're planted in a sense, right? That's kind of the terminology that I've grown to describe what that story was that my, my dad was describing, right, or what he was illustrating. You know, grow where you're planted. Allow your roots to, to get a hole in the ground and allow your tree to grow. And as you grow, like you cover a large uh, mass of the territory that's around you, okay? So that's the first story. The second story I wanted to illustrate, uh, and this will make sense in a couple of minutes, right? So the second story I wanted to illustrate was a friend of mine um, was a couple of years ago, I'd say maybe about 10 years ago or 11 years ago, 12 years ago, something along those lines. He was in a position at a job. He had just left a, a job that he was in or that he was at for about you know two to three years. He got into this new job that he was in for, I'd say, no longer than six months, right? And he had this new job opportunity that came up, uh, and he was making the decision to leave this current job that he was in for six months and, you know, get into this new company. And, you know, the minute, like, we had a discussion about it, he was just kind of telling us, like, you know, what he was thinking about doing, not really asking for advice, but you know how, like, friends talk, like, yo, this is what I'm, this is what I'm thinking, uh, I think this would be good, a good move. You know, I, I like the opportunities on this job. And, you know, as we were having that conversation, my mind automatically went back to that illustration that my dad gave, right? And the idea of, you know, growing where you're planted, right? And I remember, like, I didn't tell my friend, like, he shouldn't move, but I told him, like, like maybe you should think about, like, staying where you're at and kind of excelling there, right? Because the job was with a great firm. Um, this new job was at... Uh, at a more, um, at, at a newer firm, a firm that was kind of establishing themselves. But this, this, this job that he was at right now was at a, a, a much more well-known brand name firm. Um, so I kind of was like, you know, maybe you should stay and kind of grow where you're at and, 
you know, as you ascend, you, you will, you know, hopefully more opportunities will come. Uh, well, needless to say, my, my boy didn't listen and um, he decided to take the new job. So he left the job that he was at for six months, moved to this new organization, and he's been there ever since, right? He's been there for uh, the space of 12 years. And in those maybe 13 years now, 14 years, whatever that time period is, within that time period, he's become super successful within that, uh, at that job, right? And he, he, has, he has reached um, uh, a level, an officer level within that organization, making, making some great money, um, able to support his family, just doing like super well. And I had a converse, conversation with him recently and he was just telling me how, you know, his, how much he's matured over the years and he's taken on so much more responsibility you know, at this job. And, you know, I've seen it over the years, but this is the first time we've actually been able to talk about it. And he <clears throat> just expressed how, you know, this company, you know, he's had, he's had opportunities to leave um, before, but decided not to, just because of, you know, I guess the, the, still the possibility that the company still has to grow and, and do well and do better. Um, and I couldn't think nothing more than to say, man, I am so glad that my boy did not listen to me when I told him not, or when I suggested he shouldn't take this new job, right? Because, you know, that I, I started to now realize that, man, this, had I given him that advice, right? Or had he taken the advice that I was giving him, where would his life be, right? Where would he be professionally? Where would he be uh, within his family life? You know, what would the, the trajectory of his life had been had he not taken this new job, right? And it, it just keeps reminding me about, you know, things that we've learned, right? The tr traditions that we've learned, the things that we've, we, we've been taught uh, as we were growing up and we've kind of took, taken hold of them and we want to extend those traditions and those beliefs and those ideas onto those around us that we care about and that we love, right? But sometimes those um, traditions just doesn't work, just doesn't fit any and everybody, right? Um, I think a good example of this again, uh, you know, my dad, let me first off start with, my, my dad did a, a teaching on, on tradition, right? And he took it from the angle of like crisis, right? And how crisis comes to challenge and change traditions, right? Sometimes we get so stuck in being so traditional in, in the way that we do things and how we think and, and what we say that we get lost in the tradition and not think about the progress that we're, we're not achieving, right? Or the stagnancy that we are in because we're becoming so traditional in the things that we do. And he took, he, he uh, went back, my dad went back to the, the book of Judges, right? In the good book. And we are, he looked at Judges chapter 15. And this is the story of Samson, right? This is where Samson um, had, a thousand Philistines in the front of him who wanted to kill him, and Samson had to had to had to do something about it. Right? It was either flight or, f or fight at that time, and Samson chose to fight. Uh, what he did was he he picked up a, a jawbone of a donkey, used it as a weapon, and was able to defeat a thousand Philistines. Right? But there's a portion of this verse that you know in one of my dad's teachings, like he pointed it out, and it it just it changed my mind when it came to like tradition and the way that we view tradition. So I'm going to pick up uh, Judges 15, verse 15. It says, finding a fresh jawbone of a donkey, he grabbed it and struck down a thousand men. Excuse me. Then Samson said, with a donkey's jawbone, I have made donkeys of them. 
with a donkey's jawbone, I have killed a thousand men. When he finished speaking, he threw away the jawbone, and the place was called Ramath Lahai. Now, the most important part of this verse is, to me, is uh, verse 17, when it says, when he finished speaking, he being Samson, he threw away the jawbone. Now, throwing, the, throw, throwing away the jawbone, right, was something significant to me because here you have Samson who had just defeated a thousand men, not with a sword, not with a spear, not with a gun. He used something that no one would have thought to use in a battle when you were facing a thousand uh, offenders, right? He used a jawbone. I think traditionally what we would do as human beings, right, is you know, if, if I was able to defeat a thousand men with this jawbone, I'm going to take this jawbone, I'm going to patent it, I'm going to sell this patent, I'm going to say, yo, this jawbone was able to defeat a thousand men, you too can defeat a thousand men, right? And we're going to use that as our sales pitch to sell this tradition or this, tra this, this trade that we're able to send around and, 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 and uh, sell off to these like armies or whatever who could make use of this jawbone the way that I or Samson did. Uh, but Samson didn't do any of that, right? He threw away the jawbone. And that's significant because um, it shows that sometimes we, th the things that we're using or the things that we're making use of within a specific time period is only for that time period. And once that time period is finished, we need to do, to do away with the things that we've used, right? And start to discover and use uh, new, new utensils and new tools uh, within the new environment that we're in, right? We, we shouldn't continue to trade off these, these, uh, these traditionally used methods, skill sets, uh, principles, or whatever it is um, that we've been passing down from generation to generation uh, in kind of selling that, you know, because it worked for me, it, it'll work for you, right? It, it, I don't think it works like that. You know, it, it's, this also reminds me of, of a, the story of David, right? When David went to... Uh, uh, defeat Goliath, right? There, there was, uh, you know, his brothers were in the army and everyone, all the other soldiers in the army were terrified of, of Goliath. <clears throat> but David wasn't terrified. You know, David went to King Saul and was like, yo, I'm, I'm going to take on this, this, this giant. Since everyone else is scared, I'll do it, right? I've defeated uh, lions. I've defeated bears on my own as, as a young boy. Like, I don't see any difference between them that I've already defeated and this, this Goliath. So King Saul was like, all right, cool, you know, I'm going to allow you to do this, but, you know, I want to give you my armor, right? I, wanted, I want you to use my armor to go out and, and fight this, this Goliath because this is the way we fight. This is what we use. This is how we dress. These are the things that we put on as we go out to battle, right? And David, you know, obliged him, put on the, the armor of King Saul, but realized that, man, this, this armor is, is bearing me down, right? This is too heavy. This is, I'm, I'm too young for this. I'm too weak for this. This armor is in helping me the way that it helped you. And he told King Saul, man, I can't use this. Like this, this traditional way of dressing in battle that you use isn't going to work for me. And I have to do it my way. Right. So he took off the uh, the uh, the armor of King Saul. And, you know, we know the rest of the story. He went out and, and defeated Goliath. And again, you know, it's it's ignoring the tradition or the ways that have been uh, successful or common within a generation or within a particular uh, environment and kind of taking on our own traditions, right? And, and doing things, not necessarily 
uh, entirely different from what, what it used to be done, but doing, the, doing them the way that it works for us. Now, this isn't to say that tradition isn't good, right? I, I'm, I'm, in no, I'm in no way saying that everyone should ignore tradition, right? Tradition, is, is, tradition works for some people. Tradition works for people who, uh, you know, need a little bit of structure or need a little bit of, uh, of no normalcy, right, within their, their life or within their profession. Um, tradition isn't a bad thing. I don't think that we should do away with all of tradition. I just think that there comes a time where we need to really look deep inside ourselves and, and decide, is this, this, this thing that I'm doing, even though we did this, traditionally you know historically this is what we've been doing is this still working you know i as a as a leader in the organizations that i run uh, one of the things that you know a lot of my staff and uh, the people that i work with know that i hate to hear is well we did this last year or we did we used to do this in the past like that that statement irks me for you know for the mere fact that man i don't care what we did in the past this is an entirely new year this is an entirely new opportunity for us to, to better what it is that we've done in the past, right? So I don't care what we did last year. I don't care what we did two years ago. And I don't care how successful it was when we did it. You know, I'm still open and eager to challenge myself, continue to challenge myself, and not focus on what we did and how we did it in the past, but focus on, man, what can I do to take what I did in the past and either better it or try something entirely different? And that's why I feel like, you know, tradition isn't for everyone. Now, someone, it, it works for some people, like, continue, continually doing repeated uh, things. And, you know, if they're successful, obviously, you would continue and not change things. But there are those individuals like myself who love challenges, number one, right? And then we, there's always, like, we always look at things as, you know, there's always a million ways to skin a cat. And I think that, you know, not saying that we should do away with tradition, but we should look, relook at tradition every time the opportunity comes up uh, to see if the tradition that we're, we're using or the thing that we're doing, whether that is still successful or effective in uh, whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish. Um, so my challenge here isn't to do away with tradition, but it's just to understand that, man, tradition isn't for everyone, right? So I, I implore persons in, in my generation, you know, as you have kids, and as you rear these kids and, and train and, and teach them uh, as they grow and, and learn and develop, don't, that's not, that's not thrust our, uh, our traditions and the way that we did things uh, as we grew up uh, in our adult life onto our kids, onto the generation behind us, because sometimes it just doesn't work, right? Going back to the story of my dad, you know, and, and the salt and, and his recommendation to that gentleman, you know, that that advice might have worked for that particular gentleman, right? Because it's good advice, right? I, I, I do see the, uh, the success rate in persons who are staying put, growing their roots there and excelling uh, in, their, in their positions or in their, in their organizations. I have a friend, uh, I have another friend who, you know, didn't change jobs, has been with this, com this particular company he's been at for, you know, over 15 years. And he is you know he is he has been he has been super successful he is you know one step on the c-suite level in in the corporation that he is working for super successful right and then i have the friend that i told the story about in the beginning who left the job after being on that job for six months and 
you know, it, 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 there's no telling what would have happened when, he, if, if he had stayed at that job and like secured his roots. But I see the, the success that he has had in this new job um, over the years, right? And, you know, traditionally the advice would have been, my advice to him would have been, man, you should stay there and kind of grow in this job. But I think the better advice or the best advice that he, the best decision that he could have made was to really, you know, take on the opportunity that was in front of him, go to this new job and establish himself there. So I think he did a good job at it. Uh, again, I, uh, this is just to point out that tradition isn't for everyone, right? It is for some people. I'm not saying that it isn't. Um, but there are some of us who don't want to do things uh, the way they were traditionally done. Right, we like to discover new ways of doing things, uh, discover new outcomes that are possible in in these new ways of doing things, and try to to create new traditions. You know, ultimately, um, I think that tradition is good, but sometimes tradition needs to be challenged, and I am always up for the challenge. All right, so that that's just me um, wanting to you know discuss a topic that has been helpful to me. That I, and I just, you know, I love to share these these principles uh, and these thoughts with you guys as uh, as we go through this journey of this podcast. And I always, I'm always grateful that you guys are, are joining me on this. All right. Okay, so this brings us to a part, the part of the pod where I leave with you a milestone. Uh, today's milestone is pretty simple, right? Uh, sometimes crisis comes to challenge tradition, right? There's there's these t- turmoils in our lives that happen that we experience and it forces us to figure things out and the figuring out of it uh, uh, forces us to think of different ways to do things that we've been doing right there there are times in our lives where you know we've been doing the same things over and over becoming redundant uh, maybe even becoming complacent in in what it is that we're doing and crisis happens you know these unexpected occurrences happen to challenge us in those exact moments and it's up to us to be up for the challenge and to think of new ways to do uh, the same things we've been doing because there's always a million ways to skin a cat. All right, that's one thing I love to say, one thing I believe in wholeheartedly. Uh, and I just wanted to leave that with you guys. So maybe in some of your situations, you could adopt that same mentality. All right, so that brings us to the end of the part today. Uh, thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. Yo, let's have a discussion about this. If you uh, want to leave a comment or shoot me an email uh, by all means do so uh, i promise i'm going to respond we can have a, discu- uh, a discussion about it if you feel differently i'm always open for a debate a, a good healthy debate all right looking forward to hearing from you guys but as you know on this pod the goal is to always uh, entertain educate and elevate you miles high above your fears your doubts and any limitations that you may think exist always knowing that those limitations only exist in your mind. Until next time, you guys stay blessed.